I don't know when people are coming in. There's like one person watching. I wonder if that one person is me. No, I see Wiener. Awesome. Did you did you tweet it? No, I didn't tweet that we were doing this. I got to tweet that we were doing this. Let's do it now. Yeah, do it now. It would have been actually really funny if we I tweeted that we were gonna do it. It would be really funny though if we had done it tomorrow night during the Super Bowl. That'd be super funny because I feel like there's probably a decent amount of people that would have still joined. Yeah, I think I'm gonna be at the gym whenever the Super Bowl starts because I'm gonna edit video tomorrow. Because I think, well, maybe audio. I have a bottle opener in here somewhere. Well, I've got mine. I gotta get this. I gotta put this one like at the ready. Holster. Yeah. Be like office space. The guy just that was like a college thing having one on your keychain. Yeah. Because I remember like freshman year in college or like the first half of it, I didn't have my car in college. So what did I, I had a key, which my dorm room key. And then the lanyard, and I did that thing where you spin your lanyard all the time. Mm. And I think I kept my Kutztown lanyard on almost until, I, I think until senior year when I moved out of the dorms. Uh, Josh Mena doesn't have a question, just says hello. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. Hello from Eastern Pennsylvania. Hello from also Eastern Pennsylvania. <laughs> Night's beverage for me, compliments of Ben, is Dogfish Head 90-minute IPA. It's probably been a hot minute since I've had one of these things. I think the only airport version of this in Philly is the 60-minute. Mm -hmm. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to uh, that new truck feeling. Yeah. Oh, that's good. It is. Mm. It's a good beer. Damn, I wish I was driving out to Cincinnati on Thursday to hang out with Foster and Dono take a bottle of that yeah to with mm. yeah but, mm. flying is convenient but i don't know i that distance i will always drive yeah i think it, it it's such i ought to time it door to door i leave the door here now i don't mind hanging around in philly airport because mm. i got my black card i just go in the admiral's lounge i eat free food yeah, they have complimentary beer, but complimentary beer is just like Bud Light, Miller yeah. Light. Yeah, it's not yeah. Really I think maybe drink. Heineken. That's your two choices, um, but they have salads. It's cool in the morning at breakfast burritos. Mm. So I can kill time up there. So I have no problem with that. I still though like. So my dad lives in northern indiana mm -hmm. right rural indiana mm -hmm. nowhere close to an airport indianapolis is how far away oh, three hours okay three and a half. That, yeah um i mean closest is actually probably detroit to where he is yeah um or o'hare but either one it's like at least two and a half hours yeah. probably so you do the math on it right like to get to the philly airport call it an hour and a half you can get to the airport an hour and a half mm -hmm. wow like early morning, like, you know, like, yeah, like if you're trying to get there before a flight or something, I can mm. usually hour and 45, maybe depending on traffic. But OK, so an hour and 45, getting there an hour early, mm -hmm. two hours and 45. What is an hour and a half flight? 
two hours. Um, it's like just over two hours, like two hours, 10, two hours, 15. So call it two hours, right? Yeah. So, all right. So what did we just say? We were at 2.45. So now we're at four hours, 45 minutes. Yeah. And then for me going, because I'm in this rural area. Yeah. Right. Another two hours minimum. Yeah. Now I'm at seven hours. So I'm saving an hour and I don't have a car. Yeah. Not worth it. I can see your point. I've done. When I made the drive now, granted, I made the drive out there to Cincinnati for, um, for flappy new year. That was, that was nine hours, but I did it in the Sarah, which was pretty intense. Yeah. Yeah. That would be exciting because I just ate ibuprofen, drank coffee and ate meat. I went to the grocery store and just got one of those plastic containers that they normally put potato sauce in them. But sometimes they just fill it with bologna squares. Like, you know, like the ring bologna, they just cut it up like that and cheese. So I'm eating meat and cheese, drinking coffee and taking painkillers and just stop the rock. Can't stop the rock. You can't stop the rock. Check your paranoia. Can't stop the rock. Just intensely driving. And I also left at six in the morning. Are the seats comfortable? Well, not for us. Mm -hmm. I broke them in a little bit, you know, an American butt and torso and everything. Mm -hmm. It got more comfortable. In the beginning, it was brutal. Yeah. Because it was like sitting in um, uh, it was like sitting in a um, is there a special name? This is a logistical question. Those plastic, those blue plastic drums, they look like 55 gallon drums, mm -hmm. but a lot of people use them to, so you don't back into stuff. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. they film a sand or, mm -hmm. I guess people use those blue things for a lot of stuff. I mean, it's just like a barricade almost, right? Yeah. Okay. So those blue 55 gallon barrels, mm -hmm. cut one of those in half and sit in that. It, it's like it pinches your sides and then no lumbar supports. Your spine's falling out. Yeah. So after about a year, after your ownership, eventually my body just pushed out the sides. Mm -hmm. And now they're kind of okay. But nine hours. Oh, yeah, I was hurting. Yeah. I was smearing muscle rub on myself. No, I can't imagine. So. That's like that. I notice even from the old Tundra to the new Tundra, these seats are clearly wider. Mm -hmm. I think they were just like, all right, you fat ass Americans. Yeah. You win. Yeah. Here's your giant ass seat. Uh, Nick already spoiled it. So I can say coming up eventually, I don't know when it will be, but um, you were there today. We were driving a 1986 AMC Eagle. We've never got our hands on one. Finally did. Um, I was really excited because I love the way those things look. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not as big of a fan of it anymore. Now I'm gonna write. That's gonna be a reverse one. Nick's gonna handle most of the writing. I'm just gonna put with some one-liners. But um, the seats in that car are so—they're bucket seats, but they're so wide they touch. Really? There's no center console and no emergency brake in between the seats. It's a foot brake. That's how the old K cars used to be. Yeah, that K car Japanese like, yeah. like Chrysler. Yeah. Well, they were a bench though, but they were a split bench, I think. Yeah. These are two bucket seats, but they might as well be a bench. They they touch in the middle. Well, it's not that narrow a car. Like the proportions anyway make it look like it's a fairly wide car. 
It's about the size of a Subaru Forester. Yeah. That width. Second, first, second gen. Oh, no, it's bigger than first gen. Um, that one, it had some sort of problem with the steering. It had a steering box, but something was weird about it because it found curves in a straight road. <laughs> the steering wheel would pull to one side and then would pull to the other side and pull to one side and pull the other side. And this guy owned it for like seven years and put 40, 42,000 miles on it or something. So he's like dailying that? Yeah. That's impressive. He said he bought it in Brooklyn and was just driving it around. He surely sought out that vehicle, though. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. like he was just like, oh, this is what's for sale on the corner. Like he, No, no, he yeah. wanted that thing. He's a marine mechanic. That's okay. his business. So he says, I have like 100 marine engines. And he starts rattling stuff off. And I'm like, I have no idea. Marine yeah. engines, they suck in pond water. And that's the radiator. Yeah. Super weird. There Evan you. Collins says, haven't been able to drive my new 2018 Avalon since... Uh, January 6th, because I was in a wreck in my delivery truck. Oh, man. Evan was the guy who um, took me to pick out. Uh, he um, drove me out to Burn Ashes to uh, pick up a car. Oh, is he the one I met one time? coming? You were coming back? Maybe. I, I saw you on 78, and I honked at you. Okay. Um, yeah, we were riding in an Avalon. And we were on 78. No, this you were in the Sarah. That was when Foster was here. That's was that night? What it was. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That night. I'm like driving with him. And it was weird because when I was driving with Foster, for those of people in the chat, he's also a YouTuber called Adler the Eagle. So I was driving, he was in the passenger seat. And I think at some point I was telling him about that weird Pennsylvania thing and he said it was kind of an Indiana thing, but not really to refer to close friends by their first and last name properly from time to time. It was something that I grew up with. There's fucking Marty Mengel, someone you knew since second grade, but you still address them with their first and last name. Hmm. So no, it doesn't sound like that was an Indiana thing. Nothing, at least in my area. Okay. I mean, I it, it is a good old boy thing in Indiana. Like, I don't think I would have said it, but like a mm. good old boy, like, like they would do that, like you know, like the dudes, like, like my recollect, like when I think of a good old boy in Indiana, good old boy, right? And there's nothing wrong with that, but like that, like they had a um, OBS Chevy truck, right, with straight pipes, no emissions, obviously in Indiana, straight mm -hmm. pipes. They were a first responder, but primarily mm -hmm. they would respond to like the single car accident on the middle of a rural country road that was just somebody drove into a ditch because they somehow missed a stop sign. Mm -hmm. And they would show up like 20 of them mm -hmm. to this accident. One person would actually be doing anything and everybody else would just sit there with their trucks idling for like 25 minutes. Like they would just like hang out, I, sometimes an hour, and just like hang out and just dip and just, <laughs> you know, like that was like, you know, and those kind of guys would do that. They would, they would, they would be like, "Oh, well, you know, Pat Price and I." We like, and it would always be like both names, first name, last name. Yeah. Even though everybody, I mean, there's only one Pat. We yeah. both know the same person. We yeah, know yeah. who you're talking about. Yeah. Sometimes, I mean, growing up around here, there would be like multiple Pats. I don't even know any Pats. Um, there were plenty of Scots. Mm -hmm. I know there were a bunch of Scots. Marks. Marks. Mm -hmm. I remember Mark Wallace. There were a bunch, there was like a few Shanemans. Um, oh, there was 
Tommy Shaneman. Yeah, there was a bunch of Tommies too. You met one. Mm -hmm. You know what's great for doing podcasts? Stacy's um, <laughs> super crunchy chips. <laughs> extra. And let's have, because I Is that roasted garlic? Uh, classic. Oh, classic. you screwed that up. What, you like roasted, roasted garlic? garlic? You got to try roasted garlic. Though. Oh, I'm I'm all right for now. I had uh, I had bourbon chicken down at the mall. Love uh, which bourbon mall? Chicken. The Philly Premium Outlet. That's where I was going to. Oh, they have places to eat clothes. there. Yeah, they have oh, a little food oh. court. They have like a Wendy's, a Salad Works, something, some kind of a cheesesteak place, a Sabaro, and then like the you know. Asian place that is required in every mall food court. Yeah. Have that. Yeah. I thought that place was just like clothes and stuff. Me too. I literally, it was like the third time or fourth time that I went down. I, I've probably only been like, I've been probably like six times ever. Cause I don't know why, like I'm a creature of habit. Like I don't like clothes shopping in general, but like yeah. once a year, I'm like, I have to do this, right? Like I need new clothes. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to make a conscious effort. I'll mm -hmm. try on clothes. I'll feel uncomfortable the rest of the day. Cause I changed. Mm hmm. And so, like, that place, I just kind of figured out that's where I was going to go. Uh -huh. But then, yeah, it was, like, the fourth or fifth, maybe, time that I went down. All of a sudden, I was like, there's a food court here. Awesome. And I, I just love bourbon chicken. I know it's incredibly unhealthy, but it's delicious. Well, I mean, I mean, is it back sweetened? Can you tell, like, it's like a sugar sauce? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm sure it's better than, like, General So's or Orange Chicken or something where yeah. it's, like, breaded and sauced. It's breaded, yeah. And it but it's not, you know, like... Bourbon chicken isn't breaded. It's yeah. just, but it's like heavy sauce. You know, like you'd like, like I should make chicken for you sometime because this is the eat this and it tastes amazing and you're not going to gain weight. Mm -hmm. It's it. I, I marinate chicken in like Worcestershire sauce or pick your marinade. Mm -hmm. Usually a very simple one that is there overnight. I just chop it up into little bits and uh, one third of a pack of bacon in that. So, mm -hmm. You know, as long as as long as you do some like weights or something like that, you're yeah. fine with eating bacon. Yeah, like once a week. Right. Bacon wrapped anything is the best. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ron Swanson was right. No, it is though. Like yeah, you could bacon wrap a shoe, and I would probably <laughs> eat it. Like that's my usually like one of my Friday night treats is I will go to Wegmans. Yeah. And they have like the pre-packaged bacon wrapped scallops. Hell yeah! Oh, they're delicious. I mean, Grant, it's like $14 for the pack or something absurd. But it's... Is there any Wegmans in Cincinnati? No. No. Farthest west, I think, is Erie. They're really, really all they, they're all along the eastern seaboard, and that's Man. where they're growing. Is they're going down south, not west. Uh, so anyway, Evan said, uh, I was in a wreck with my delivery truck. Oh, that sucks. Pinned for an hour and had to be cut out. Oh, Ooh. shoot. But I broke my foot. Ugh. I don't know how bad. If it's a sprain, you're, yeah. Still. There's a lot of bones in your foot, dude. You're probably always going to feel it, too. That sucks. It does. I'm glad you're okay, man. Yeah. Uh, well, here's to you. You you earned it. That What do you do now? You don't know, do ketamine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ben, different Ben. Thanks for the generous donation. Uh, glad to catch a stream in progress for once. Still hope you re review a British Leyland era Range Rover someday. Mm. Hell yeah. Come out to Colorado one winter and we can make some turns. Oh yeah. Colorado and skiing. Friggin' Foster's going. Foster and Donna, they're going the furry ski weekend. We should have to be invited too. That's like a private party. Invite only. Invite only. Fancy. Yeah. 
there's like a meme called suspiciously rich furries. And, um, I've met some of them and it's like, Oh, mostly people in tech, but mm. some people like there was this one guy who's adjacent. I don't want to blow up the spot, but he's a venture capitalist. I think I was talking about him once before. Yeah. It, he owns an LFA. This is the LFA guy. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, say no more about him. You got to go out there. I have to go out there. I'm coming I'm, out with you. Yeah. I, I just want to watch. I just want to see the car. <laughs> Freaking a guy just goes to in and out in his LFA. Parks it outside. I mean, eh. to a degree. You remember that? I think Jalabna got a story about that. This dude who street parked his Ferrari. And yeah. he just literally was like, this is my car. Like, this is the only car I own. Mm -hmm. And it had like 107,000 miles on it. But yeah. it's just like, and it was in terrible shape. But like. Whatever. I mean, you bought it to be a car. If that's the car you wanted, Hell that's yeah. what you want to do with it. Great. Yeah. Evan Collins says, I'm in Kentucky. Different Evan than the Avalon, but great story. Have you guys ever heard about the issues in the new Tundras and the wastegate issues? Yeah. So I just, uh, I, I mean, I'm spoiling this too, obviously. Yeah. Well, that's the name of this podcast is new truck. I, you bought a new truck. I bought a new Tundra um, two days ago, mm -hmm. Thursday. Um, so I have been following closely. So right now it seems like it is a, it's a supplier quality issue for Toyota. It's a small batch of the wastegate actuators. It's an electronic wastegate actuator that is just, it's failing. Um, so they know about it. Nobody knows exactly how many are affected yet, but it's, it's a problem right now. Um, I mean, people are putting 500 miles on their trucks and their trucks are basically bricked until this gets fixed shit so i mean there's a lot of people because of obviously supply chain issues people are seeing their trucks set for 30 45 days before they can get them back on the road and it's a giant job like the recommended way is to actually remove the cab um, so that's what the type of job it is yeah just because of where the turbos sit mm. um which I mean, isn't it like all three quarter ton trucks? They've been removing the cab for spark plugs. Like it's just, it's not that big a deal. It's been a thing for like 20 years. Um, but yeah, I mean, so that where I think there is a way some people have figured out now they can just take the whole front end off and they can get to them there. Yeah. So no, I mean, it's a problem. Um, I'm, you know, 200 miles in and no yeah. issues yet, but it's definitely a possibility that I'll have them. When you were working out, we took the engine cover off, and I'm like, holy crap, that's a water-to-air intercooler. Mm -hmm. Respect. Yeah. That's going all the way back to, like, 80s tech when you have no room. Yeah. Which is weird because you have that huge front end. Yeah. And there was something I noticed, like, am, am I looking, is, are there, I saw one heat exchanger, and I wasn't sure if I was looking at the radiator or the AC condenser, and then I'm seeing off to the side two smaller ones. Yeah. I don't know. I think it does have, it has at least three and I don't know why though. I don't know what the, I mean, one, I think might be, I, I can't speak to it. I don't know that engine well yet. I've, one might be a tranny cooler. I mean, it's a 10 speed automatic. Yeah. And it's amazing too. I mean, I was driving it. I still haven't got on it yet. Cause I'm like 200 miles in, I'm still in the break-in period, but it, it's amazing how fast it shifts. Yeah. I mean, it's not a DCT or anything like that. Mm -hmm. It's just a regular old auto, but I yeah. mean, it's fast. Yeah, we did a mild, like I watched my tack. I didn't go high because it's breaking mm -hmm. oil. But when we did the pull up the hill, I'm like, 
this thing moves. This yeah. is a big truck, and yeah. it's a six-owner, and it moves. No, I mean, it's easily more powerful than my Land Cruiser that had the three UR, the, the 5.7. Yeah. Easily more powerful. Yeah. way Obviously, way more torque, right? I mean, 36 pound-feet more yeah. than the old one. Yeah. Man. I'm, I'm in love with it. No, I'll be, <laughs> I'll be very disappointed. So what was the that. thing with the app that you found out? So it's just a weird... So Toyota right their their first iteration of this it's i have the giant 14 inch screen right and their first iteration of it they were requiring a pin every time you got in and set your profile right like you would tell it this uh, like your your saved profile you would tell your profile profile meaning in theory you and somebody else share a truck you can each have different settings for everything radio and Mm -hmm. climate control even like it'll literally remember what you want your heated seat to be set at and when you get back in it turns it to that same setting mm -hmm. Um, so they got rid of that. They heard the feedback immediately, got rid of that. So it doesn't require the pen, but what's weird is, so what I kept, I would get in, right. I would turn it on, gives you a little error, the warning message, not error, the warning message saying like, don't look at this screen all the time, drive the vehicle, blah, blah, blah. You'd clear that. And then it would pop up with this warning saying no profiles set as default. And you had to hit dismiss. And then I could select my profile at the top or I could hit settings, but I would go to settings and it wouldn't give me any other option other than here's your profile. Do you want to select that? Mm. Be like, so finally it was a YouTube video that I found. You have to under this home screen, this like setting screen, you have to scroll down in it under your personal settings. And then you can select this button that says link to key fob. So then it knows this key fob that I'm carrying is my key fob and then it will link to my profile. So now it does exactly what I want. I get in, I turn it on, it goes, welcome, Ben. And it just automatically brings mm. up all my settings. Was there a bit where we were messing around you still had the key in your, key in your pocket and you walked away? Oh. Because I remember I got into this and it said no profile detected. Mm -hmm. So that's the amazing, that was pretty damn clever. So um it because it links so directly to your phone now right it it's like almost a two-way like a, a two-piece authentication right mm. so like it sees your phone and it sees the fob it won't start or move without the fob right but it also has the phone and that's like it's almost like kind of two-factor authentication to say like this is clearly you driving this truck yeah so no so i went into the gym started working out you had you came in and got the fob yeah came back out I'm on the elliptical and I get an alert on my Apple watch and then a second alert on my phone that says multiple doors open on your truck. <laughs> like it was like, your know. phone isn't in here. I don't see your phone, but the truck just started and somebody has the doors open. What's going mm. on? That's pretty, it's pretty clever. If you think about it, were you able to do anything? Could you disable a truck from your phone? You can, I think by calling Toyota, mm. but like, it's amazing. This app, you can even set, like you can set valet settings and lockout settings. So in theory, you could, if you had a child now and you gave them this vehicle, you could set a speed limit. Hell yeah. You could set a range that they can drive, like a perimeter that they can drive um, with before. I mean, it won't shut the truck down, but it warns you to say like they went outside of this zone that you told them they could drive in. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like all sorts of stuff like, and like a valet mode where it'll limit also the speed it'll limit if the peripherals can be unlocked. It will, it's hmm. pretty clever. Hmm. So the phone itself, the truck itself has a SIM card. Is there any like mm. subscriptions that you have to pay for? So it has, uh, it, it, it can be a Wi-Fi hotspot. I haven't done that. Um, it has its own, yeah. So it has its own Wi-Fi built in. Well, like 
CarPlay operates off of Wi-Fi, so they already kind of had to have that for wireless CarPlay because mm -hmm. that's what it uses. The only services are like a Toyota Connected. It's 80 bucks a year, and everybody's up in arms about it because, I, I mean, to a degree, I get it, right? Like where BMW is headed, where they make heated seats an option. Damn like, it, yeah. A, so, but what Toyota, what you're paying for is the option of using the app to remote start the truck, mm. which is what I want it for, right? Mm. And it's a free, it's free for one year and then it's 80 bucks a year Whoa, or seven God. a month or something, eight a month. But I mean, I'm going to pay for it. I, I realize that makes me part of the problem, I guess, for everybody. That, but like, I love, like, I had this, I had an app like this on my old GMC and it was the greatest, like at work, I could be sitting at my desk, tell the truck to start, right? As I knew I was like getting ready to go. And then I had 10 minutes to like put my coat on, do whatever I was going to do walk out truck was warming up the whole time then you get in and go nice so it's worth it to me but all right i mean i mean that's basically you know, that's what you're paying for is like but like this app will tell you um where is it? it will tell you basically all of the vital stats of the truck and also all the kind of like secondary so it'll tell you at the top here once it loads where your fuel gauge is oh. how many miles you have to empty what the odometer is reading. You can start it, lock it, unlock it. Um, it'll tell you exactly where the truck was last parked. Yeah. It will tell you like any safe destination. So you can go in there, you can find a destination and send it to the truck. So okay. it already has it. It'll tell you like your health report and like, when do you need service? When did you last have service? Um, yeah. It even does like the, like monitoring, like how, how safe are you as a driver? Where did you last drive? You can pull up your manual on here, roadside assistance. But this is what I mean with the, the guest settings. Yeah. So you can go in here to friends, for example. You can say, here's how fast you can drive. Here's the hours you can drive. Here's how many miles you can drive. Oh. Here's how far away you can drive from here. Here's the total time limit. Man, that, that Creepy. is... Creepy. Yeah. But it also makes me wonder, so that the the truck has to how far away from the truck can that app control things anywhere i wonder how long a truck like that can sit if it's constantly asking a little bit from its battery mm -hmm. yeah unless there's some sort of like extra battery pack that charges like what what it what it seems like it does and i don't know for sure somebody i'm sure can tell us but um when the truck shuts off it sends that signal once mm. because none of these things on here right what your fuel gauge your odometer none of that changes till the next time it starts up okay so it sends that signal once and then if you send it if you tell it i want you to enable these gas driver modes or i want you to download this destination it pushes that notification to the truck okay but otherwise i don't think it so i don't know how long i mean it's got a giant battery so i have to imagine mm -hmm. you got some time yeah. Hmm. Uh, you can't remote start it from the key fob without paying for it. Yeah, we were talking yeah, you about can. that. You can with the key fob. You can on the app. I don't know, although after a year, if you can still. We'll find I out next assume. winter, I suppose. Oh, I'm going to pay for it anyway. And this is what everybody's questions? like. Just don't pay them for it. Do you want another beer? No, I don't. Because... This was a 9% beer, and I am I want to try the spicy one, but I'm not going to drink them back to back because then I'm going to headache, and I have a headache, and I'm going to do this, and i got to get up and edit tomorrow. So I'm going to drink water. 
Although I will take the, there is a mason jar in the fridge filled with yellow. I will take that. That's filled with uh, an electrolyte powder that I mixed up for this occasion. Uh, I'm not a fan of subscription-based vehicles. Yeah, me neither. That's why I'm going to stick with my 2004 runner for the next 10 years. Uh, my Rivian, someone has a Rivian? Some, someone in the chat named Fatboy Slim claims to have a Rivian. I think they are starting to come out. Says, my Rivian is constantly online and I lose like 5% in phantom drain because of it. Wish it was just a signal once I shut it off and then only when I request it. I think they have started to come out. Are you drinking your own urine again? Is that what's happening here? Oh, yeah, like in Waterworld? Yeah. Yeah. Who was it? That Kevin Costner? Is that who it was? Kevin Costner. The beginning of like him just like rolling gutter balls for movies for a while. Yeah, but I remember my buddies growing up had a their family had a lake house. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why, but that was like there was a little TV with a VCR, and that yeah. was one of like the three movies we had. We would yeah. always watch Waterworld. Every year, every like yeah, every time we go up there, it'd be like, let's watch Waterworld. Hmm. <laughs> oh, so uh, Andrew Palmer, hello, thanks for the generous donation. Test drove a 2014 Honda VFR 800. That is an interceptor with 714 miles. My first bike was a Ninja 400, and I put about 17,000 on it. Do you think this could be a good secondary bike? A good second bike. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the VFR, you ever run into the interceptors? Mm -mm. I don't know. That's a bad way to say it with a big truck. You ever run into an interceptor? <laughs> um, I don't know anything about motorcycles. The interceptor is the, the interceptor is to bikes, sport bikes, what the IS 300 is okay. to cars. It's kind of a sports car. Kind of. You can, you can drive it really far. It's a bit complicated. It's made to be fancy. It has a high price. It handles good. It's it it's um it's not very big, but it tries to be sophisticated. I guess now what are we up to? IS four hundred or IS three fifty or something like that. They just made an IS five hundred. Oh shit! That's the, they made. I saw one last I V8. saw some IS, and it's neat how I just I could just recognize that it was an IS. It was modern. It was on the sixty one. He came ripping up while we were filming, and I'm like, oh, here he comes, here he comes, here he comes. And it was a new one with like deep tint on it. And Is it that the goes, one that's always at the nail place? Uh, There's one that's always at the nail place on sixty one, like the the painted nails place. There's an IS that's always there. This one has to be like 2019 and up. Okay. The nail place on 61. Like right by uh right by the Hibachi place. Or whatever that the, the one in Haven. The the Hibachi place. Like right by the gas station. There's that, that no one uses. Oh oh you mean right before the Crisona Mall? Yeah. Oh, and there's like that suit. We, is the Suzy place? Is that what we're no, talking? No, yeah, Fuji, Mount Fuji. That's the restaurant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right and in that same strip mall. There's a there's a nail. There's place. a subway there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Never noticed. 
it's one of those strip malls that would also have a weird government agency in it. Yeah. And nobody would, you wouldn't notice. People would be like, is there yeah, a check, is there security check, cash, in there. check cashing place in there? I think somewhere? that's what I mean. There's weird businesses there that I would have no use for. My, one of my, one of my brother's friends who like lived in our neighborhood, his dad, like we thought he was rich because he owned that subway. He owns the subway. <laughs> it's like, he has a fran subway franchise. Right. Is that called the Bedway Mall, or am I thinking it was the no, Bedway? It is. Okay, yeah. there was another strip mall at the uh, on the other end of Haven that had a mini golf course. It used to have a Rita's and like a pizza place that I think is still there, and it used to have a Hollywood video in it. Oh wait, you're talking like right at right by Sheets? No, I'm talking where for people in the chat, we were getting <laughs> so regional here. You have no idea what we're talking if about. From Eastern Pennsylvania, they're like, I know this town. Like every everywhere in Eastern Pennsylvania, this is what it's like. It's a strip mall. Okay, uh, you know where McNulty floor coverings is? Yes. It's there's a strip mall right next to it. Okay. You never notice that strip mall? Okay, you know. Um, okay, uh, you know the low bridge in Cresona where every now and again a truck gets stuck yeah. and hits it. Okay. You're driving northbound like you're going to Lake Winona on 183. Okay. You go under that bridge. You go past the Lucas Pizza. You go past, like, I think it's called, like, Chestnut Hill Market. There's, like, a two-pump, two mm. gas pumps there. Mm. You drive past that. You drive past the R&J Bus Depot. And then the road straightens out a little bit. Yeah. And then there's a bunch of stores on your right. That was a place where I first saw porn because the, the, the video rental place in the 90s had an adult section, but it had a solid door. It didn't have like a, a Western style walk it through. It was just an unmarked door. And then we were when we were all 18, we went in there and it was like really, really gross stuff. A lot of in interracial porn, surprisingly, in this place, like an entire wall dedicated to it. And this is a closet, so there are three walls. So one third of the, one third of all the porn in like it, it is Hollywood video a franchise or was it a local thing? I think it's a franchise. Okay, no, there were yeah, right, because there was a Hollywood video in Pottsville where the Weiss is. Yeah, it used to be up there, like right before the fairgrounds, not the fairgrounds, Fairlane Village Mall. So whatever was in that Bedway Mall was like a no-name mm. local thing. So yeah, one-third of the porn in that place was, for whatever reason, interracial. And I'm talking like, it had to be like the old boxes. So this would have been, I was 18 senior year so that would be 99 2000 so the boxes had to be from like 91 or something like that creepy it's like i'll never forget it like a lot of lipstick really wide hair like the all the girls look like reggie watts <laughs> <laughs> and it's just yeah. oh. <laughs> we didn't get anything i just imagine like picture though like Think about the hands that have touched that video cassette. No, I'm not. That's the problem with it. It's it's like Ugh. it's like freaking Skook locals. <laughs> yeah. But literally, yeah, that's the clientele. But maybe that was maybe that was what was exotic for them. They I don't know, know right? what other races look like, so yeah. they're pretty excited about it. Um. Mm. 
one person in a regular chat asked, when's the Sam Hyde episode? Last time I emailed Sam Hyde, he told me, he told me, now remember, everything that Sam Hyde says goes through the Sam Hyde filter. So Sam Hyde told me uh, that the entire crew is COVID. And I'm like, oh, that sucks. And um, and I emailed me, I emailed him back and then like, I don't know anything wrong. So who knows one of these times, I, I mean, I drive up to, well, I drive up to Connecticut. I mean, the guy who had the Eagle was from Connecticut, although he was living in like Wilmington. So that's where he drove from. Um, I had to sell my Focus ST last week. Lots of electrical problems. We'll probably be going on to a cross, cross trek gang now. Thanks for all you do. Hey, Crosstrek's fine. You can even get them in manual. I, I don't know if you can anymore. But I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're right. If they're still running the FB engine and the same transmission from the Impreza, that means a manual fits in there. So, yeah. yeah. Subaru's um, hanging on better than Honda is at this point with the stake shift. Yeah, respect. Honda, I don't think you can get a regular Civic with a stake shift anymore. That sucks. Yeah. If that's real. Uh, Bob, S-E-K, thank you. Thoughts on six-cylinder bikes? Rad or bad? Fucking rad. You ever ride a Goldwing? It's amazing. Is it? Yeah. Um, Phil Hand has one. Uh, he lives over in Hamburg. He, well, we reviewed it. So this is a motorcycle. It's a flat six, like a Porsche. <laughs> and Honda just made them. It's like, this rules. Fast, really fast, but subtly fast. Fast like... Um, Fast like a, well, probably like an LS four thirty. Big with it, uh, you need a, a very large car because a, a Goldwing is a huge motorcycle. Mm. Um, you, I couldn't. You'd need like two people to pick it back up. I mean, there's probably big dudes who can pick these bikes back up, but I mean, this is like an eight hundred pound motorcycle. Really? So, yeah. I mean, it's a motorcycle that, you know, has vents to give you more air because the aerodynamics is that good. Yeah. Um, so you would need like. Uh, yeah, I, you would need like what's on this freaking fast and smooth. I don't know if there's an automotive comparison to a Goldwing. Something that is that sophisticated, quick and quiet. Um, but that's what I mean. But also, well, not really that flashy. Although Goldwings, they're they're a presence. If you know it, they're big. Yeah, it. Well, like a Lexus LS looks like a big executive car, but it actually has get up and go. It, it has get up and go, like but it. I wouldn't call it fast. No, it's not fast. Yeah, I have yet to drive a four sixty, but. Well, you want a four thirty or a four sixty? I like I, the 430 better. 430 would fit in my garage for mm -hmm. sure. 460, I don't know. Or but, you could go all in, go 460L then at that point. Ooh. Long wheelbase. You'd have to. Oh, gosh. Maybe like a. Maybe like my Bach, but that's like big and crazy and super expensive. What about like a G63, like a G Wagon that's supercharged? All right. Big, solid. Super heavy. Not sophisticated, though. It's not cutting yeah, edge in tech. No. Those things are old school. Yeah. Um, they do come out with a new a one. A Lucid, though. maybe? 
Yeah. Because the Gold Wing, ever since it really started in the 70s, was like, this is as far as we're pushing bike technology right now. It, it was always one of the most, every time a new one comes out, like this is the most advanced motorcycle ever made. Um, it still is, I think, the only motorcycle that comes with an airbag. So <laughs> Really? Optional, but yeah. At the last time I checked. Um, now the airbag doesn't, all the airbag does is keep you from flying over the handlebars and keep you on the bike. You know, you get into a crash, you're still flying off the bike. It's just, you're not flying forward. Now you're going to fly to the side. Yeah. So momentum. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, Weird. and it's a big thing too. It's fun. If you want to look it up on your phone, like, uh, Honda Goldwing airbag test and you just see this bonk, this thing, cause it's a big, it, it's it's like a gym mat appears in, in front of you. <laughs> it's a good idea though. Yeah, that's what still I just have no interest in motorcycles because I just I, I'm just somebody else's mistake can end my life so easily. Yeah. Versus in a vehicle, like I'm not saying you can't die. I, I can die in that tundra, mm -hmm. right? But it it takes a lot more, mm -hmm. right? It, the little old lady. Yeah, in the Saturn is going to have to work a lot harder to kill me. Yeah, yeah. There's something about motorcycles. Either you have the attraction to them, or, or you don't, and it's kind of hard to be lukewarm about it. It is cheap speed. Very, very cheap speed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Evan Paul says, "Good evening, guys. My girlfriend just picked up a new 2022 Explorer Premium." A three liter twin turbo, same motor as the ST. The ST wasn't three liters. Oh, He's excuse me. The Explorer ST. ST. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and she was wondering if you had any thoughts. I don't, I don't mind if it's not, I don't mind because it's not exactly my type of car. Um, I respect any manufacturer that wants to make a fast SUV mm. just to say they're going to do it. They, they don't, they, they can be a nice halo thing. And they don't have to do anything. Um, well, the Explorer ST is like 400 horsepower. Oh, really? Like, it's legit. Okay. Yeah. So it's like made to go after whatever the Durango thing that they made. Yeah. But, of course, Dodge is that. like just doing rails of Coke. And yeah. You know, just, yeah. Everybody else is like, we're going to be all electric by 2035. They're like, we're putting Hellcat into that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to Hellcat in a They've been threatening to put it in a minivan for a while now. <laughs> they, yeah. I don't know if they're, I would love it if they did it. Please do it. Um, you know, FCA Stellantis is like a Viking ship on fire. Mm -hmm. Fucking send it. Although the Ram last year was rated as the highest quality of all of the full size trucks, which amazes me. I mean, that's a full size truck. Yeah. No. Well, and again, it's based on one year reporting you know consumer reports you know how they're like years of reporting oh work, yeah right? it's yeah. like first it's like it's like the jd power initial quality shit okay right they're like initial quality is like this incredibly short run what the readers wrote in and said mm. were the issues no so i i mean good for Stellantis. yeah but it also means they're just they're beating all of the gm products with huge lifter issues yeah right that's what they're beating like sooner or later all of these GM trucks are having lifter issues and people are putting decent miles on them or having them very early. Yeah. So, and that's all because of uh, variable displacement. Yeah. And well, just a bad design. Mm -hmm. Like they just, they kind of screwed it up. Yeah. How long have, has been Toyota making this engine or is this new, new? Oh, it's new, new. Okay. Yeah. 
or tip of the spear. Well, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you were telling, you were, you were telling me at the gym, like that they just have to go with parts that are yeah. not up to Toyota quality just because they want product. Well, and think about it, right. They have all of these supply suppliers yeah. spread all over the world. Right. And they, you know, they can continue to be like hard asses in Toyota style, but the suppliers are like, dude, I don't care. Everybody else wants to buy my crap too. And I'm yeah. late giving it to them as well. So you can reject my parts and all right, it'll be a couple months and I'll get you another. Right. right? So right. I think they kind of, I don't think they have a choice right now. Um, I mean, in a lot of people, I, I would, I would, I'm a huge Toyota fan, but I think the Toyota quality in your third gen forerunner yeah. is different than the quality now. Right. At the time they still thought of themselves as this like scrappy company. Like we got to prove ourselves with everything we do. Mm-hmm. And now they're like, yeah, we're the, biggest automaker so yeah mm. like i i don't think i don't think they've dropped it no like that example right i told you about that example of the dude who he also has a youtube channel and he, he his whole channel is around trucks and suvs yeah and he bought a 22 tundra and had that door lock issue where it was right right yeah. and literally toyota had like five engineers who flew to like nebraska i think is where he mm. lives like he reported this to them on friday they were at his local dealership in Nebraska on Tuesday, ripping the door apart, called him that afternoon. We're like, we figured out the problem by Friday. They had put the fix in at the assembly line. Hell yeah. Like that's a Still, one week yeah. turn. Yeah. Like relative to like Ford, that's a night and day difference. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So like, I still think they're I still think they're good, but yeah, I mean, I think they're I think it I'm I'm, you know, first year of a brand new model. I'm rolling the dice that I'm not gonna have yeah yeah some kind of an issue yeah hopefully it's just going to be that piece of felt the door and that's going to be it yeah boingy boingy boingy. come on really you just cut one millimeter off this and it's not going to stick up anymore and maybe there's like glue that didn't get adhered like i mean it looks to me though like it's intended to be removed because you can feel there's a screw under there yeah and that's got to be because that's your pull handle as opposed to like all the old stuff where the screw just sits there well, yeah, like it's behind, like on the old Tundra, it's just behind little plastic covers that you got to pop off. But then those plastic covers, the second or third time you hit them with a flathead screwdriver, are so warped and mangled. And they never go me out. So, like, that's a, a good design that you're hiding the screws. Mm-hmm. But, you know, offset is weird little quirks. Yeah. Oh, do we still have no, no recents? No, I don't want to reload the actual page. So plugging dates here, uh, Thursday, I'm going to be in Cincinnati, but that's just me hanging out with, uh, Foster and Dono, but I do want to have a, uh, live stream from their studio or rather their basement bar that they just finished. So, and also just to help like win back the money that I paid American airlines to reschedule that flight. I mean, yes, it's, it's free to reschedule, but oops, the fr- flight costs more now. So yeah, that's another thing. Like, fuck, I, I, I still thought about, yeah, that's an extra $220 <laughs> just to not have to drive, even though I'm driving to Philly anyway, this may be shit. Depends on what, uh, our next giveaway car is going to be. Well, not the one that's coming out Monday. That's a funeral light what comes out Monday. But um, like in the future, if I have a nice 
cruiser and I happen to go out there again to just drive or fuck it, take the forerunner, just yeah. keep gassing that thing up the whole yeah, way. It's not that bad. It's not going to be that bad. No, it's probably getting 17. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> eh. You're, you're talking to a guy. I, I my yeah. last two primary drivers have, have ranged from 13 to 15 <laughs> mpg. So I uh, I don't understand normal people. Yeah, and there's no buying a nice cruiser. I don't know if we're if we're at the peak. Like, man, in the before times, I could have bought an LS430. Just had it and probably sold it for like five thousand dollars in profit. Now, mm -hmm. of course, that's everybody else thinking. Right. Hopefully, I do. I do something nice with the Sarah. Um, but yeah, future Cincinnati runs. Yeah, it, I keep coming back to the fourth. You need it. Yeah. Now I'm. We're having this revolving door of giveaway cars, so my garage is going to be full, and your garage is full now. Your yeah. driveway is full because yeah. of the truck. And do I want to stress with my relationship with my parents and just park and shit at their house all the time? Cause the Sarah's in their parking garage and it's not going to come out until all, until we get that final rain that gets rid of all the salt. Mm -hmm. So I can say with authority when it goes up on cars and bids in April, never saw salt, right? Never saw snow. Um, uh, I wish I knew, like, we're going to do the smoking tire. So we're going to be on Matt Ferris podcast in April, but I don't know when his release is. Um, and also I don't, he, I don't know, think he does it live anymore. Um, no, because the questions that people ask aren't on super chat they're on Patreon. So it doesn't make any sense to like schedule it. Um, we'll do a live thing mm -hmm. when we have a countdown. It probably should be like a Friday sometime, have it end Friday, like 8 PM. Um, come over we'll like keep it that's the thing though if you if you drink through one of these things because uh cars and bids is anti-snipe so with the pow it went on for another like 35 minutes mm -hmm. after it ended as people kept bidding up and right up. right and this sarah i don't know it has a lot of things going for it, but it also is never, it was never a hero car in any media. So that's mm. something else. But anyway, it's still cool. And oh, it's fucking awesome. It's just that now with the giveaways, I never drive it. And I had my adventure with it, driving it to Cincinnati. And I feel like I've explored everything I can with the car. And also if there is ever a time to sell, it's now. Yeah. So Evan Paul says, good evening, guys. My, oh, right, we did that one. My favorite on, by the way, on the uh, speaking of everybody selling for over is the stories about why they're selling for over. Yeah. Fuck People will be like, I, I just took possession of this Ram TRX, but unfortunately my brother's uncle broke his arm and I need to be there to take care of him. So I'm going to have to sell the truck. Like what fuck you it. just described doesn't at all explain you need to sell a truck. There's no correlation to why yeah. you need to sell this truck. Yeah. You just see profit. I get yeah. that. Just yeah. say that. I saw a GMC Denali for sale on Facebook Marketplace with an asking price of 90. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And just say it. Just be like, I'm selling it now because I can make 10 grand on it. That's why I'm selling it now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just be honest. That's yeah. okay. And I'm also selling it because uh, RCR made too much money in 2021. Or we had, since we didn't go anywhere, we had no expenses. So now my expenses. Now my taxes are quite high. 
for 2022. So, um, I don't know if I'm going to do the Rust Belt Rambler or not. Cause I'm so, I don't know. I guess the term fiscally conservative is That's, a difficult sell as much as me just being it's accurate for you. Close fist with my money. Hence the little decorations there are in this house. I keep saying, and I'm not doing anything. Um, but what if you do the rest about Rambler and like tie to RCR and you can expense it? Oh, um, but yeah, it'd be expensive. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Of course it would be expensed. I mean, we're making a video out of it. Mm -hmm. um, I, Delica? I, I'd want to, if I could talk to Burnash, Justin Burnash, and say, hey, July, whatever you're giving me, I'm driving in a, in a rally. <laughs> so... Shouldn't be too nice. Actually, he he would probably say no to that. No, we're not doing that. The yeah. car that has to make money. Yeah. Um, you can buy your own thing with that. If I still have the Tundra, we could always use that. Can always use that. Um, the Rust Belt piece of that it has in spades. Yeah, but we'd be negative two hundred fifty points. Right. Because we're doing it in a, in a Japanese car. Right. Yeah. And it's reliable anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and the Rust Belt Rambler is like it starts in Detroit at like one of the clothes factories or, or something like that. Oh, is it that one that Top Gear went to? No, they they just did their own thing. All oh, that things. I was gonna try to do some Collins, but you know, yeah, whatever. Just do regular chats. Yeah, people get twenty miles per gallon. They're talking about miles per gallon. Buy a Corolla, Mister Regular, twenty twenty four, paint the White House. Brown, both 90s. My brother's TDI Jetta. Justin says, get your ass over to Arizona again. Seriously. Arizona was fun. That was neat. It was weird the first time because we were there when everything started shutting down. Um, oh, yeah. That was your last trip? March 2020. <laughs> that was weird. Um, so... Well, now you can go back to it. Now COVID's over, apparently. Everything's right. opening back up. COVID's endemic now. Is it? Well, it seems to be what everybody's going with. It's in Florida, I suppose. All these governors are opening things back up, not requiring masks anymore. Vegas went away from masks. Really? Yeah. They were like hardcore. Could do SEMA. SEMA next year. Never. Still haven't done SEMA. I'll go with you. That'd be a fun one. Yeah. I would love to see it. I, that's why I just want to like go to some of these auto shows that are in the area. Oh yeah, New York auto show is probably going to still be pretty locked down. I don't know if I'm going to do it or not. It'd be fun. We could do it. Corey wants to do it. I guess so. There's a bunch I'll of go with there. you. I mean, it's not you know, go for a day. It's easy. Yeah, but I'm going under press passes. Mm. I don't know how many people I like, can get in under the RCR banner. At least three or four. They have a thing against like camera people. They used to not. And then like everybody went in. But I don't know. Maybe this year's they're going to be different. They're going to want people there. But what new cars are there besides like EVs? You got the Lucid. Yeah. You got the Rivian. 
there's a few. I mean, they, yeah, there's a few that are coming. Toyota eight six. Ooh, that's out. The, yeah, I know, but that's what they got. Yes. That's what yeah. all the Toyota that that truck and like, yeah. hey, remember remember the eighties? Yeah. Well, now they uh, they've they've announced they're coming back with a Supra manual. Toyota has confirmed it. They're going to put a manual back in it. That sounds like. In the do you think it was planned to do that, or do you think I, people? I think just enough people have shit on the fact that it's an automatic only oh, Supra, yeah. but it's also a BMW Supra, so I guess really it's all relative. Yeah. Cooper Billups says, "Howdy, Mister Regular. What kind of new daily mods do you do? I wonder what that means. I do a, a nice, I do a nice commuting sound system, clear light housing, new bulbs, my seat, improving comfort. What are you talking about?" Daily mods. Oh, you're saying like mods for your daily driver, not mods for your fun car. Did I do anything to Susie? Uh, well, I put factory fogs in. That was mm -hmm. a whole horrible saga. Did you talk about that on the podcast? No, yet? I didn't talk. I mean, I posted a bunch to uh, this channel, Regular and Roman. Um, so I have factory fogs now on the... Do you want an old Fezziwig? I do. Thank you, Ben. So I've got... Yeah, okay. Mods I did to Susie, my forerunner. Oh, I was thinking about wrapping her purple. Or blue. Or something. Or purple. So she could actually... It would be obvious that she... Well, how many, how many people in real life know what Delta Rune is? And my car is named after Susie big purple dinosaur so people are like oh is that barney no it's a different reptile never mind so i wanted fog lights and i bought on rock auto factory fog lights the one on the passenger side went in just fine the one on the driver's side took all night because the little body bolts in there were just rusted to nothing so i had to cut them out and then i had to drill new ones in and I didn't have the right tools to do it. And I knew when shit was getting crazy when I took my Sawzall and shoved it in between the bumper partitions and just ripped it out right there. So <laughs> that was a, an one, act of desperation. Like when I yeah. when I got that, the socket stuck in as I was trying to do spark yeah. plugs. That was that kind of level of act of desperation where you're just like, I'm doing something now. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't feel like going inside and stewing. Something is going to happen. All right. So Will this, it be the right decision? This is my last beer, but thank you, Ben. Yeah. Old Fizzy Wig. Like the character that inspired it, this spiced ale is warm, festive, and worthy of a celebration. All is uh, worthy of a celebration all its own. Its full body accompanies a deep malt character in my balls with, with notes of sweet toffee and rich dark caramel dick. <laughs> uh cheers. cheers to 2022. I hope the Bengals lose. Ooh. <laughs> I'm fighting words. You're going to Cincinnati too. If and when that does I happen, know, I'm just fucking with them. The the locals will just pitchforks and <laughs> I torches should, and I should text everybody I know in Cincinnati. I hope the Bengals lose. So we have a Cincinnati brewery, right? And we uh, do. Yeah, yeah. And we're working with them. 
yeah, we should go out there sometime. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I don't think that they, they won't do tours, though. But they're right by the soccer stadium. I mean. There's a tap room right there. You see one brewery, you see them all. There's some tanks, here's a bottling line. Sometimes mm-hmm. it breaks and Mike gets mad, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> right. But, like, no, like, I've never seen, like, every every video call Bengal shirt. Bengal shirt. Like, everybody, everybody's, like, so I've never seen people this. I mean, it's been since 88 that they've yeah. gone to the Super Bowl. It's like, this is their Philly moment. Yeah. Like, for us. Yeah. But they're, Except they won't destroy the town. No, they won't. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn. That they're was too amazing. nice. That Philly, that was... But Philly fans destroy things, win or lose. <laughs> That's the best part about Philly fans. It doesn't matter the outcome of the game. For me, for me, I was explaining, because we were in New Zealand when that was happening. And I'm like, I'm explaining to people in New Zealand, okay. American fans are nothing compared to like soccer hooligans. No, no. But there's one city that comes close, and mm-hmm. that city is Philadelphia. And right now there are cops spreading Crisco on lampposts to keep people from climbing yeah. them. I mean, Boston is extreme, but it's got nothing on Philly no. for sports. Yeah. Boston will do it for other reasons. I think it's yeah. mostly the high Irish population. But like, but Philly is just... Everybody is down to clown. Yes. Flipping police cars over and lighting <laughs> them on fire because your team won yeah. the game. The old, the old vet, the old veteran stadium. <laughs> Courthouse... In the stadium and a jail. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you need it. I can say for certain that I have seen every part of uh, Veteran Stadium. I saw one concert there, Dave Matthews, in 1990, motherfucking eight. What? Yeah. No, or was it 99? Or was it the 2000 when it's crossed over? I do know that Melly, uh, Melanie Remington and her dad drove us there because it was like a Thursday night concert. And we were back in time for like have an okay night's sleep for the next day at school. So we saw a Thursday night show of Dave Matthews band. Let's just say it was 99. Mm-hmm. It ruled. I, I could say that I saw that I smelled weed for the first time. Um, it was cool. And I also marched on that stadium. Oh, really? In uh, one of our marching championships was at Veterans Stadium. Um, there was hardly any concessions open. We were mobbing the pretzel stand and the people there were freaking out. Um, man. And I realized how bad that field really was because like you could trip over the, the, it wasn't level. There was like mounds and dips and stuff. And I'm like, (laughs) imagine trying to play professionally here. We're just marching band. We're just walking around. I'm like, whoop, them go. I went up a little bit. I went down a little. But yeah, um, how do we get on a, on a Philly thing? Okay, the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, You're shitting all over them. It's like your mascot is called Hooday. <laughs> um, okay, but first off, if you're going to talk about the mascots, you have to come back to Gritty and the Fanatic. Okay. We're back to Philly. Yeah. Like, they don't make sense. They're not really. The fanatic isn't anything, and gritty is just some grimy asshole from Fishtown. <laughs> gritty is it's the like best. not a thing. Gritty's awesome. It's so cool, like because uh... <laughs> it's great that they like like the best part. It's like it's like just big dick energy that you yeah, can just yeah. be like, "This is our mascot." What the fu- what is it? Uh... It's gritty. Okay, it's gritty. Yeah. 
like, do you ever watch uh, last week's night with John Oliver? Uh, no, but tell me about it. He's his... devoted like significant time to talking about gritty. <laughs> yeah. And like just the absurdity of like the weird, like, and even like just weird stuff that gritty does during a game. Like, like gritty's just out there. He's just a, he's just a piece of shit. No, that's not because <laughs> like, like co- contrast this to like Mickey Mouse in yeah, Disney yeah. World that is like, you walked outside of the square that you were supposed to walk in. Like there's yeah. just everything is regimented and it's all about kids and having fun and everybody yeah, yeah. has to smile. Yeah. And then Gritty's just like, maybe I'm gonna pelvic thrust this lady. <laughs> like it's just like I don't care. Like they just put somebody in a costume who's drunk already, and they're like, go have fun for a couple hours, man. We'll see you later. And it's just like, <laughs> welcome to Philadelphia. Oh, that rules. It all, I love it. Oh, we got we like when this is all when this is all over, just to go see a. a an Eagles game sometime. You got to we got to get Matt Walsh because he knows how to navigate the train. Yeah, because that's the way to do it. Yeah, yeah. Park way away. The fuck away. Yeah. And he lives. In, we could probably just park at his house. I mean, we'd have to take a commuter rail in. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, I was at Matt Walsh's house. He bought like an a. Wow, uh, I my phone's all the way over there. I think it's an eighty-eight LTD. Really. And he's like super into it because this is when they decided to keep because originally what they were Ford was going to get rid or everybody was going to get rid of their full size sedans because of the gas crunch and everything. Mm-hmm. But then as the 70s, late 70s turned into the 80s and then late 80s, it became late 80s like, oh, gas is going back yeah. down. Fuck it. Let's keep this platform yeah. going. So it's like this is like an 88 LTD. It has cruise control. It has climate control. <laughs> An archaic climate control yeah. that doesn't really work with the long jaw. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. Left and right. Um, it has a trip computer, but it's OBD one. So this thing will do like range and stuff, but it has its own spider web of sensors going out to the five O <laughs> that they were using and everything. But I did it, is it, did it have square dials? That was the era where they used to have like the instrument cluster was like squared off. Like the speedo was a was a circular gauge and this little square with fake chrome around it. No, his has the sweep gauge. Oh, okay. okay. So where it's the long needle that starts on one side. Yeah. Where everything on here is like really far apart. Yeah. And then it's narrow in the middle and then far like an apart. old radio. Yeah. 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 No, but those I remember a buddy had one of those that was in terrible shape in high school. It it was like his parents, like you know, I mean that was like his first car, um, but it was like it it was like um, primer brown and just mm, completely I think I have, flat. I have a picture on. I gotta get a picture on. Yeah. But it, my favorite part about it was it had bald tires. And he he would accidentally do the one-wheel peel all the time. Yeah. Like, without meaning to, he would just be, like, a rainy day, and he'd be having to, like, pull out on the highway and be like, <laughs> just, like, screaming. This is great for a, a podcast, car. like, it, taking pictures of stuff, <laughs> and, like, you can't see. It was weird, because we went to a Wegmans down near Lansdale, and uh, actually it was at the Montgomeryville Mall, and there's a Wegmans there now. And we found like a Caprice and we parked next to it. So that's that's his LTD. Yeah. He says, I love this thing. Um, no, that's sweet. He need to get the transmission rebuilt because uh, if overdrive wasn't working, and it's still the AOD, the exact same transmission that we used in the, in the Falcon. But he says when that when the person who rebuilt it took the clutch packs apart, it's like, 
I don't know how this thing's running. There's no clutch material left in these packs. And so he's got a new rebuilt transmission. When we were driving around, the rear drums aren't working. So the front discs are all that stuff in the need. car. Ah, yeah. yeah, it'll be fine. Um, got the heater works great. Um, I don't know if the AC is working or not. That's the one of the... By the late 80s, with the big Ford vehicles, there was so much crap now strapped to the 5.0 mm -hmm. that they really weren't making power anymore. Like, yeah, the Mustang up to 93, I think, was the last year of the 5.0. And I guess they had a better head and better intake. But when it came to the luxury vehicles that needed all this extra crap, um, the 5.0 just in stock form just wasn't up to the task. But even in general there, I think I've actually talked about this before on this podcast, so it's probably being broken record, but like that I, I that Cadillac I inherited, the 94 DeVille, mm -hmm. right? I think it was 94. Um, it had a 4.7 liter V8 that I want to say it made 175 horsepower. Shit. Right? Like my 94 Civic was a 1.6 liter engine that made 125 horsepower, <laughs> right? Yeah. Over double the output. And mm -hmm. they were like, yeah, like triple the output. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, 175, that's probably enough. That's all yeah. people really need. Like all of them, the big three, like, yeah, it was just about torque. Yeah. That thing does pull away from itself. The one thing that's weird for me with that is that I, even with my Falcon, I've never really, I like the idea of bench seats, but when I'm driving a car with bench seats, I'm like, eh, yeah, eh, I'm moving around a lot. The, the, the headrest is worthless. Yeah. It's like, it's nice in town, but the second I'm on the highway, I'm like thinking like I can fall any i could be bouncing around inside this yeah thing. it's it's kind of i haven't really able been able to enjoy a bench seat outside of novelty mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no i mean it's really it's only for nostalgia there's yeah. no benefit no unless you just want to have six people in a car yeah or play cakes stick shifts and safety <laughs> yeah hell if yeah you just want to drive around hell yeah man. um chote maramba says greetings from the philippines hey cheers to the philippines Thanks for liking my show. Uh, G-Man29 says, would you be interested in doing a 305 spy? An IROC? The IROC had a 305. was available with a 305. I thought they were just the 350s. or, or Really? They made well, we, already, we already did an IROC. Um, so the short answer, I'm sorry, is no. I'm not interested in doing another IROC. We said everything we could say about an IROC in the IROC video. They did make um, it forever. The IROC version of the Camaro? Didn't they? I thought they were only briefly in the 80s, and then we never did a Firebird formula. That's one we never did. Yeah, maybe that's what I don't know what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, I... Yeah, so short answer, not really interested <laughs> in IROC. But thank you for liking RCR, and thank you for donating. Uh, to our cause. Uh, Isaac says, Mr. R, I'm considering two engines to swap into my old G-Wagon, like a Mercedes G-Wagon. 
a straight six turbo diesel or a supercharged V8. What we would choose, I off-road if diesel. You just said off-road and the answer is diesel. If you are legitimately crawling over stuff and getting it dirty, then have a dirty engine in it. Yes, except think about if you're truly off-roading, right? Depending on the terrain, depending on what you're doing, you need a quick throttle response, mm. right? You need to be able to go and then get up that thing. Yeah, Diesels really struggle with that. Like the mm. Ram Power Wagon, I remember thinking it was weird. It's a if you ever see them, it's a 2500 truck, but it's this one specific package. They've been making them since like the 80s. Yeah. It's called the Power Wagon. It's a cool truck, I think, but they've only ever made them with gas. And the reason is the throttle response for an off road. This is a oh, truck okay. designed to be an off roader. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, some, some obviously the Australians can prove you, us wrong or prove me wrong in saying this because that's yeah. what they're rocking all the time is diesels that they off road and know what mm -hmm. they're doing and get up at. Mm -hmm. but that would be the only piece but I, I agree i would still do the diesel because also just reliability yeah because and also like as we said earlier you can get a g-wagon with a v8 supercharged in it they already make it mm -hmm. but do they make a, like a turbo diesel here no no so that's the cool move other places yes or you could get the land cruiser prado and have one of those. There's a bunch of them in the country right now with turbo diesels. Now, whether or not Toyota intended that I6 to be performance yeah. versus people going to blow them or what. But there, I mean, a Toyota turbo or a Toyota diesel, I mean, just runs forever. Right. Toyota turbo remains to be seen. Uh, hey, longtime viewer. This is Matthew. Thank you, Matthew. Longtime viewer. I have a fifth generation forerunner. Uh, okay. The, well, we did a fifth gen, but we did TRD uh, Pro. the TRD Pro current gen in 2019. Yeah. Recommendation: I just picked up. Um, per, oh, you you bought a Forerunner pre-recommendation. Oh, thanks. You're gonna enjoy that. I picked up a 92 GS 500e for only a thousand bucks. What did I pay for mine? I had two of them. I paid a thousand dollars for my first, like you. That was a 98. Uh, it was a little beat up. It had an F1 exhaust on it that was loud. And then I sold that and then I bought another one for like 1008. Um, that was a 93, I think. The colors were red with pink graphics. Hell yeah. Really? Yep. This factory. Now they were just stick on decals, mm -hmm. but they were Suzuki stick on decals. And then Takes later models off. were painted on. Earlier models had just stick on graphics <laughs> on the tank and with white wheels. It was brilliant. And I put I put uh um shock gaiters on, like an 80s dirt bike in the front. <laughs> I was actually I did a bunch of modifications to that. I was I was involved with uh, the message board was gstwins.com they may still exist shout out to them there was a guy on the forums that um the fork brace for the front two forks uh so that go down your front wheel the brace that connected the two of them was just stamped steel but there was this one guy making like quarter inch thick aluminum machined and i'm like i will pay you 50 dollars for one of these things he was just making a run of them on his, his machine shop i'm like yes put that on honestly it made a difference it was, it was just that little bit of walking that the that these things, because they were cheap bikes. They were mm -hmm. just made to be a slightly better ninja. 
Actually, a Ninja and the GS500 had the same top speed. The GS500 just had a larger engine, more torque. Hmm. Um, and also it was a naked bike, so I guess it was cooler. God, I miss that bike. Like, if people ask me, what do you, what vehicle, what car do you miss the most? It's not the answer. It's my G red GS500 that I sold when I moved here to this town. And I would go over to my parents' house before I had the first garage. And I would just oh, take the bike for a walk. Now I kind of miss it. And now you don't really see GS500s anymore. Mm -hmm. They weren't a sophisticated bike. They, they ran great. Um, yeah, I miss that. But I don't know if I'd ever really get into bikes anymore. Because I've ridden every single road around here. And now the friends that I like to hang out with live really far away. And the only person around here that the only two people live around here who ride bikes is Matt Walsh down in Lansdale and Ted Stoltz out in Lancaster. Mm -hmm. And both are a while to go, to go, you know, it's over an hour to visit either of them and then to go ride and then come home. So, mm. yeah, it's a haul. Yeah. The only bike I could see myself buying if the pole building thing ever happens is uh i think about that is the suzuki bergman which is a maxi scooter a big big scooter it's a scooter that goes 110 miles an hour really and you know the movie akira mm -mm. Uh, oh man okay um it's like a spaceship bike and it's like it's like a rolling barca lounger it has <laughs> tiny little wheels like on a like on a og civic from like the 80s Nice. really small wheels but it has a cvt drive and it has a 600 it's a 650 cc one cylinder i don't know if it's a one cylinder two cylinder but i like those things never rode them i, I see them for sale they're they're still relatively cheap for like i guess three grand but again the whole idea with a scooter is that you just hop on and ride mm -hmm. Um, but with something like this, it blurs the line between motorcycle and scooter. But again, I don't know where I would go. You always trailer it somewhere. I guess it's a hassle. Then you got to have a trailer. Yeah. I got the hitch on the forerunner. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, that's what I paid for first one, a thousand, the second one, 1,008. No, they're great bikes. You could still fit one out there easily if you wanted one. Yeah, I mean, I had the I had this 650F out there, but there was all this preparation to go ride because I was never a guy like you know the people we see around here who just no helmet, no gloves, and they're in jeans. Mm -hmm. and like, all right, yeah. I got stuff to live for, dude. Yeah. The only time I didn't wear gear, and there were there was two bikes that i had where i didn't wear gear and i don't have a good excuse for it um the first one was i owned uh, this is funny my honda ch80 elite that was a 80 cc scooter <laughs> that honda started making in like 87 and didn't stop making until 2002 and never updated the damn thing really same everything for so you, you could have one that was like a 2000 model like mine and said, Oh, this is an eighties bike. No, it's from 2000. They just never changed a damn thing. Still this, selling. Uh, yeah. It was a, it was a great little commuter and I had it in college or uh, excuse me, grand school. 
God, I have some awesome pictures of myself riding it in a shirt and tie. Like I'm a, like I'm a mod or a rocker. I was so into that scooter. It was so slow. It needed a new, um, clutch for, you know, it had a CVT in there, but I didn't want to buy one every now and again, I'd go in there. I did. I think I did it once. I took off the crankcase and like took the, took the clutch pack out and just roughed it up with sand. And it, it used to like squeal. If you got on the gas too fast, it would slip. Um, got a hundred miles a gallon. I got to do a hundred miles a gallon. It held one gallon of gas. Your miles pretty good then. Hell yeah. Cause it's just, and then occasionally I would take it out on back roads for a rip. It didn't have a fork. It had a mono shock, just one shock going <laughs> down. Um, excuse me. Maybe it had one shock and it forked. Yeah. I think it forked to go down, but it was just one like pogo stick of a, a shock up top. Do you have to plate those here? Yeah. Register them. Yeah. Even mo mopeds are a little bit weird if it has pedals. But even if it's a 49.9 cc engine and but it has no pedals, uh, yeah, it's still a motorbike. Really? The only thing is you don't need an M endorsement on your license. Um, See, in Indiana, you don't have to have shit for a scooter. You don't have to register it. You don't have to plate it. And maybe it's changed now. When mm. I was growing up, so that was always the DUI mobile. Yeah. Somebody had like a couple of DUIs and lost their license. They just, I got a scooter now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, these dudes in the winter. In Shit. northern Indiana, damn, they would just bundle up and just, you know, they were just going across town in this little tiny town. Yeah, speed them at thirty-five, maybe, right, yeah. and just moped. That's mm. all they need. Their motor scooter. Ah, oh, that's so much fun. I took one of my friends for a ride on it once because it did have pegs in the back for a second. We struggled to do twenty miles an hour with like two people on it, but I would just get on to that and I'd ride it to class. And I even got a special letter from public safety. I'm like. I need to chain, chain my motorbike up. It's like, you can't do that. It's like, well, look, if I put this thing on its kickstand, it's so light, anybody can just pick it up and throw it in the back of the pickup truck. It's like, okay, well, you can't ride it. You have to push it. And I'm like, fine. I'll ride it to the edge of the parking lot and push it up to the bike, to the bike rack and just lock it there. So that was cool. And then the way I'd, I'd leave is I'd get on it, but not start it because it was downhill to the parking lot. So I'd just, wee, and then when I get to the bottom, hit the starter motor and off I'd go. And the other bike I had that I couldn't get away with parking it on, on a bike rack, I had a Honda CL175 Scrambler. So that was a like a street legal dirt bike, but in the early seventies. So it still had Chrome bumpers and like Chrome turn signal stocks. It had electric Stark with a kickstart backup, 125 CC, but a twin. So those pistons were, uh, yeah, 80 times 12 times. What is that? Like a 175. I can't do math in my head. How many CCs those cylinders are? I'm using my phone. I don't know. Not large. Eight, okay, so two of my scooters, 87 cc's mm. per, uh, per cylinder. Um, so I had that and I just rode that around town as well. But I could ride it back here. Really? Um, 
Uh, Back roads? Yeah, I didn't take it on 78. Yeah. It had a top speed of like 65. Mm-hmm. I sold it to a guy in Pottsville, and he said he rebuilt that engine, told me he did 80 on that thing, and I'm like, you're a goddamn maniac. For really? Me. Yeah. What did he, I mean, did he, what did he do to it? I don't know. Maybe he put a smaller sprocket on the back. Maybe, maybe the bike was just a little bit down on power and he found some extra pop in it. So hold three fingers up, hold them up and mm-hmm. look at them. That's how wide the rear tire is <laughs> on those seventies motorcycles. They were tiny and narrow oh, things. That's so scary. Yeah. It would, but I would ride that thing around in like a vest and a bow tie I had some like round uh, uh, John Lennon glasses. <laughs> no pictures of me exist with that thing. Intentionally? Was, oh, yeah. I was in town. I, I mean, what? It was 2009. It was like prime time to be a hipster. And I was legit in a 70s motorcycle. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. That or a fixed speed bicycle. That's yeah. pretty much the outfit. Uh, it wasn't a great. It, it, none of these bikes would work out here where you need need highway speeds, but mm-hmm. in, in, in Kutztown, oh, that's great. It's a nice um, little spot. Dixie Farm Boy uh, says, do you think you'll ever do a 10th generation F-150? I don't even know how many generations we are of the F-150. Either by generation. Is that the newest, I'm assuming? Like, I don't know. If they just came out for like 2021, I think. Maybe. I have one, but... I- uh, but I'm really asking because I'm curious what your opinion of them is. Um, look, an F-150, it's like this buds for you. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> you bought the truck that almost has like name recognition for being a truck. You can act, ask someone with dementia, name a pickup truck, and they say F-150. Yeah, that's the first one, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's the most, it's the best sold uh, truck in the country, and I believe the best sold vehicle in the country. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's like the Bud Light of trucks. That's a really good way to put it. Coors Banquet. No, the Coors <laughs> Banquet is like, is Coors Banquet just regular Coors? Mm. I don't know. I think so. Uh, yeah, I'd do one if I could just make fun of it from beginning to end. It's really what's interesting to me is for, oh, you love your country and you bought an F one fifty. That surprises that the two things surprise but the, uh, not the American flag letters across the F one fifty. Have you seen that where it has like the stars and stripes in the it's like a fill? Yeah. Or the yeah. I think in we saw a Silverado in like one of the extra videos for the giveaway car. I'm like, I see a black Silverado go by in the um, with the American flag livery covering the entire glass of the back of the right. back glass of the cab. It's right. like, you did exactly what I thought you would do, even though it was made in Mexico, or yeah. you know, I don't know where they're Who made. Who cares? The, the 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 big sticker mm-hmm. it's the ones that when you get up close to them you see they're perforated you yeah. can see through it gosh you are there's there's nothing unique about you is there about the truck <laughs> yeah like if i would do an f-150 like the straw man straw man argument would be do you have any original thoughts at all <laughs> 
Do you just get home and watch television? What I think is amazing. So, oh, uh, you get Dish Debt and Dish Network. I'll show you the. I bet you think. I bet you think the the Big Bang Theory is a show for smart people. That's mean, but it's probably not inaccurate. Where is a good comparison? It was a security guard at Kutztown who said that. What? Uh, you can learn a few things from Big Bang Theory. I'm like, really? What? Like what? Yeah, there's that's another that's an interesting love it or hate it show. Right? Do you ever see a Big Bang Theory with no laugh track? <laughs> no, but it would be terrible. Oh, it's, it? yeah. It's like Garfield minus Garfield. So, all right, let me let me show you these two things, okay? And you can't look at the descriptions. All right. So, this first that I'm going to show you is a truck, mm -hmm. otherwise known as an F-150, for those playing along at home. All right. And when you think about that truck, and when you think what year that truck could be, looks relatively new, right? All right, its, it's headlights aren't that angry. Do you want me to guess right now? Or just think about it? Just think about it. All right. Because here's your second example. All right. Is that the same truck I just showed you? Well, I see a, I see an oval, so I'm assuming it's also a Ford. I'll give you a hint. They're both F-150s. All right. Is it the same model? Here's this one again. Yeah. And now there's this one. All right, I feel I'm at the optometrist. Can I see the second one again? Mm -hmm. The first one's the, new, the newer one. In fact, this is the newer one. Oh, fuck me. They're literally, they. it's a complete redesign between the two. But the differences are so marginal that I was like, oh, they facelifted face the F-150. They're like, no, 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 that's all new. I'm like, no, it's not. They didn't change anything. Like the the tailgate used to have this slight swoop up on the back. Now it has a slight swoop down on the back. But it's so I mean, and and again, I get it, right? Because Ford's like, um, we have to update the F one fifty because that's what we do every five years. Well, what should we do? I don't know. The old one's selling pretty well still. All right, well, just make it about the same. Yeah, <laughs> just make it kind of the same truck. But then they put like, so they put the 12.1 inch screen in mm -hmm. and Toyota was like, don't threaten me with a good time and made a 14.1 <laughs> inch screen was just mm -hmm. like, like, it's like an arms race now. Yeah. It's, it's the USSR and the US. They're just like, yeah. Have you seen the size of this screen? Pretty yeah. soon it'll be like a 30 the si inch monitor. The size of your screen and your truck is the size of what <laughs> computer monitors were in like yeah. 2006 when, uh, yeah. when we started going to flat screens, yeah. but they were. You could get like a, excuse me, not even LED, LCD right. screens. So they had a bezel on them still. It was still a CRT. Yeah, it was still a, like a deep, deep. Yeah. No, and that's what I mean. Like, I mean, it's nice. It's it's very pretty. But like, I can't imagine a How star. How dark does it get at night? How intrusive is that? It's night? fine, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I'm amazed. Like, I've not had any... The auto dimming mirror, that rear view mirror camera works great at night. Yeah. It's, I didn't tell you, it's, it's so funny though. Like, so the, everything about this truck is obviously new for anybody mm -hmm. that knows Toyotas, right? This is like 98% new. It, maybe they share suspension components, but it's like the new cool thing. So 
I was getting ready to turn um, to go. Like, have you ever gone to that um, outlet mall that I was just talking about? Um, you have you're getting off 422 and you're you're making a left and you're sitting in a red light, uh -huh. but the right it's so it's it's a it's a T intersection. So you're you're either turning left or you're turning right. Mm -hmm. Well, right doesn't have to stop. So I'm sitting there waiting to turn left, and an F-150 pulls up. There's no one in front of him, but he and I'm like the third car back, but he just stops. And you have that like feeling of like you're being watched. Yeah. And like it's not me, right? But like just like stares the truck up and down, drives forward, makes his turn. A Chevy Silverado pulls up, stops, looks at the truck. And comes <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. it's like it's, you know, if you're a truck person, it's the newest yeah. like different truck that's out there right now. Ah. Like everybody's like, oh, what's that? Yeah, and it, I don't know why, but it my first thought because like I I love pickup trucks, but I'm also probably not a typical truck person where I'm like everybody has to have a truck. Yeah, yeah. And like to me, what it reminds me of is like when dogs smell each other's butts. Yeah. Like we have to like stop and be like, one sec, mm -hmm. okay, cool, yeah. and then they just move on with <laughs> yeah. their day, right? They're like, what's that new? Mm -hmm. Okay, all right, <laughs> just you know, go on with what you're doing. Yeah, that's cool. I've never had that experience. It's well, like you you've had it in like. I'm sure like in the McLaren, you had the McLaren is like that everybody people look at you, at you like an alien. Yes. Yeah. Like even like in the Corvette, right? There's still some people that will look at you when you're driving the Corvette. Not and and there, it's not because they're like, who's driving that? Like they are in the McLaren, but it's just like, oh, that's different than every other crossover I see. But like the truck, it's different because nobody's actually looking like in the mclaren they're looking at you partially to be like who's driving that what do you do and in the truck nobody gives a shit who you are they're mm. literally just looking at the truck right they're like that's a new truck yeah what does it actually look like in person what does the grill look like what does the back end look like they it's literally just like truck people looking at this truck mm -hmm. yeah i can understand that occasionally people look at the sarah mm-hmm but it was nothing compared to the Nissan Pow. Yeah. That was almost every single time. But the Pow's like a puppy. Yeah. It's like if you're walking When people around look at that, they puppy. were like, oh. Yeah. Everybody's just like, oh, can I come pet this? Yeah. Yeah. And even the biggest, the best people who loved them was the big truck nut guys, the people who stance their wheels. They love that little thing. And every now and again, I think I should get, well, now the Pows are like $15,000. <laughs> What? So, yeah. Did you sell it the wrong time? Oh, I sold that the wrong time. Oof. But you know, mine needed a new something or other for the computer. That the, the Achilles heels of that is the computer-controlled carburetor, yeah. which is like this feedback carburetor is horrible. What's really weird, like if you're gonna make it electronically controlled, why not just do a it's, just throttle body fuel injection, just one fuel injection. It's right there. It's right there. There was room. Oh, there's plenty of room. Plastic hood on that. that was, was it? That hood was plastic. No, I remember driving and it that open thing. reverse. It was, yeah. I just remember like because like there was you couldn't hate that car. No. It's like a Fiat Jolly. <laughs> right? Like you can't be like, oh, I can't stand the Fiat Jolly. It's like, well, no, you can't hate it. Mm -hmm. Right? You you may be opposed to it. Mm -hmm. It's made out of wicker. I understand that that's weird, mm -hmm. but come on, how can you not love this? Mm -hmm. Oh, I smell like gas. That was when I was running so rich. Smell like gas all the time. Was it? Yeah. I mean, well, that was the problem because there was something effed up with the carburetor. It was just dumping fuel out the back. Yeah. I mean, you could see it. That thing would soot up the back bumper. I would, I would clean it all the time. And I'd be driving it for a while. And I'm like, 
Ugh. What did you hit speed wise? 60? Fastest I got that thing to do was 70, but that was downhill. So yeah, it, no engine didn't like that. Yeah, but that was a that that's a Nissan product I can respect. 80s Nissan, yeah. 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 Um not yeah. the Ultima. Can you really uh Isaac says, can you really off-road an AMC Eagle? Yeah, that was made that was made for. It has it has the Jeep engine. It has a straight six. It has a the four oh. No, but what you do with that is use a 4.0 head on it. And then that'll get you like um, another like 70 horsepower. There's the guy really? was saying, like, you get the 4.0 heads and the 4.0 exhaust. Cause there was all like, that was like AMC, that was 80s AMC. So there was a bunch of like, I think there was like a night, the intake on the, on, on the AMC heads. Not, I got to make sure I have it correct. Cause we just drove it today. So I'm trying to remember what my brain remembered that, the intake on the stock AMC, and it's not a 4.0, it's a, like a 3.6 or a 3.7. Uh, the intake, as it comes in, like the ports, they 90 down, whereas the Jeep ones curve. Okay. And just that little bit gets you 70 more horsepower. And probably the valves are bigger on the Jeep. And by the time they figured the Jeep engine out, you well, know. What year was this? The 86. So it was after... Chrysler bottom, right? Wasn't that eighty five? I don't get a sixty so. minute. Do you want a beer? Nope, I'm done. Is this your third? Yeah, uh, third or fourth. No, it's me. It's just two beers because uh, I get a headache now, man. I it sucks. I don't know what I'm going to do when I go to Cincinnati because those guys like to, they like to throw them back. Of course, they also do mixed drinks too. You That's gotta, you got to drink past the headache. That's the trick. You're going too slow. I don't know, man. I'm 40 now. I don't know. <laughs> no, I think it was 85, wasn't it? But maybe they're part Joe Ligo is like flipping out right now that I don't know. Who? Uh, uh, Joe Ligo is from York. He has like a million or so hits. He had this like, he had this amazing documentary on the AMC Pacer and it's on YouTube. And he was uh, the one who helped Nick with his. Uh, oh, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, his AMC documentary. Joe Ligo also owns an AMC ambassador. That, that's wow that. yeah um it kind of <laughs> i like it it was great to look at it was the brownest car i've ever driven because it had so many shades different shades of brown in it and that's the entire thing it it was it was it was kind of boring like even you know kind of like driving malaise era cars is kind of fun because they suck but this is it sucks and it sucks <laughs> no i remember you know what i was thinking about this was it auto trader there was another, I don't think it was Auto Trader. So, like junior high, like eighth grade, probably seventh or eighth grade into like freshman year of high school, a significant amount of my free time was devoted to getting online and looking at cars. Like the same thing I still do now of just playing around on like cars.com. I, I would do that all the time. And I remember, I think it was so, like, I would look at the Oldsmobile Aurora. I really wanted an Oldsmobile Aurora with that 4.0 that just completely yeah. just creamed itself, like would just like blow up. 
um but they have like a they have like a like a questionnaire kind of thing where it would be like answer these questions and we'll yeah. tell you what kind of car to buy mm. and it always came back with the eagle summit for me every oh, time that mini that mini that no, no no it's oh. a four-door it's a sedan oh was that when the summit was a renault mm. This would have been like early 90s, they were suggesting. Shit. Because there is an Eagle Summit, but I think it's also a Dodge Colt, but it's a hatchback, but it has a sliding fucking door. And that was almost my first car, and I kind of wish it was. That's when we saw the air show. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, I should have left the note as like, I will buy this. That was, it was filled with shit. Yeah, it was just some fuck face. It was, <laughs> it was like selling like boxes in it. Like a like like yeah, war pretty, memorabilia. Yeah, I was gonna say they were selling something like World War II trinkets. I know half a World War II weekend at the Reading Airport mm. is just like people selling shit. Yeah, like that's the part though. And again, make your money, but yeah. like it's like all of this like forced nostalgia. Yeah, it's just like, dude, take take a breath. Like you don't have to make it this in your face. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Can you really off-road an AMC Eagle? Yes. Okay, to answer your question, in 85, Renault became a, or Renault, excuse me, Renault became a controlling factor in AMC. There was talks about uh, Chrysler didn't buy out all the stocks until 87, and I didn't read far enough in the Wikipedia to find when AMC was completely dissolved and the, and the name didn't exist anymore. Well, they went bankrupt first, right? Of course. Yeah. As uh, you know, uh, every American car is want to do. Florida, something or other. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, uh. It's weird it's for the ones. It's not even eleven are... yet. It feels later than it is. India. I don't know. I had a long day. Um, Dixie Farm Boys says clarification: the tenth generation is ninety-seven to two thousand and three. Oh, those are seriously. Good. So what do we have to do now? Like eighteenth generation, right? Damn. Those are those are yeah. Uh, this is the one with a two-valve Triton. Uh, this is the one that Toyota copied off of for the two thousand Tundra. Mm, the headlights yeah. are very similar. Yeah. Uh, wheel, like everything is like. Toyota was like, what's the most popular truck? Let's, Let's make, make that. that. Yeah. <laughs> and right, they wanted to call it the T-150, and then Ford yeah. was like... We will we, sue you. Yeah. Fuck around and find yeah. out. Well, you remember that with Tesla? What they wanted to do. So they had the Model S. The second one that they announced was the Model X, the bigger of the two SUVs. Yeah. And then they announced the Model 3, but they had initially said, remember, before they announced it was the Model 3, they said, we're going to make a $35,000 electric car, right? That's all they said. That was the that was the mission statement. So at a press conference, when they're announcing this, they hadn't announced any other details. And Tesla's pretty tight-lipped about all their details. So somebody said, what's it going to be called? So jokingly, they had the Model S and the Model X. They said it's going to be called the Model E, right, for sex was going to yeah. be their lineup. And Ford literally, with no sense of humor, the next day was like, you can't call it the Model E. That's our trademark. We'll sue you if you call it the Model E. You can't have the Model E. And Tesla was like, we're just fucking with you. Like, yeah. stop. Just chill, dude. Like, yeah. really, we're not going to call it the Model E. But it was, I mean, it was a classic, like, Tesla being this, like, millennial bro company. Like, 
Yeah, but now you have clever. the three, so it spells sexy with three as the E. Flipping around. Yeah. And then you got, yeah, Y, I guess. Yeah. 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 Sort of. It's like Elon, as much as he's a genius, he's also like this evil genius. No, I would think more of. I'm just, I'm not. It was like. There hasn't been a there hasn't been a no in his life for a while. So exactly my yeah. my issue with Elon is I mean I don't discredit like he's brilliant. He's yes. done amazing things. He's yes. hedged his bets and he's gotten exactly what he thought he was going to. And yeah. he made the electric car cool. Like yeah. car people think the electric car is now cool thanks yeah. to him. Yeah, and he made it a luxury status symbol. Yeah, kudos. My issue with him is. There's so much Elon worship that it gets to me. Like, I get it. Okay, that's great. But like... He's not coming to your house and telling you you're smart. No. Like, chill out about this guy. Like, yeah. he's not your lord and savior, dude. He's just a guy who had some good ideas and hedged his bets well. Yeah. He's not... He's a smart guy. And programmed PayPal or invented PayPal. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, and, you know, he's a smart guy. So is Steve Jobs. So there, there's many other people that are yeah. smart, right? Like Warren Buffett, though, to me is a whole lot... Because Warren Buffett also still lives in the same house he's lived in for 40 years. He owns more. He does, but he doesn't spend like crazy. He also never split his stock. Yes. So a, a Berkshire right. Hathaway. What is it now? Half a mil? You know what? This is now this is now a securities podcast. I mean, it's gotta be half a mil if it's not more. Yeah. But no, I just I respect I respect that kind of Warren Buffett. Like literally, somebody said, "How do you get rich?" You know, that's a classic Warren Buffett thing. Somebody was like, "How do how do I get rich? How do I become as rich as you?" And he was like, um, "Spend less than you earn and save the rest." Yeah, that was that was it. That was all he said. Like, you know, it's like yeah, like don't go in debt and invest your money. That that's the trick, except for good debt, Brian. <laughs> like buying a house, right? Which is good debt. I'm never going to win that one. Two, four, maybe, yeah. maybe if the, uh, no. Okay. So the 10th generation F-150 is cool. Is my opinion, by the way, we didn't cooler, really answer it. It's cooler question. with the modular. The Triton name is. I mean, yeah, that engine was terrible. It Come on. I, I know my password. No but, wait, It's not that password. But no, those I thought were cool. There we go. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, I lost $1,000 yesterday. That was fun. Congrats. Yeah, market. I don't uh, look at my 401k ever. I just, I max it, and that's it. I have the max contribution. I don't look. And then once every like four or five years, I'm like, oh, I wonder how much money I have. And I look. But it just, I feel like it drives you crazy if you look every week. Well, Especially I have right control now. over what I invest. So it's individual uh, stocks and securities. Roth? Uh, simple. Mm. Self-fund. I guess it could be a Roth, but whatever. Yeah, set one up. You can, yeah, you could contribute to one. Well, yeah, I just asked my accountant how much can I can how was the max I can contribute and match this year. Mm. She gives me a number, I take it out of my savings, and I write a check. I take a 
Um, actually, I can't. I got to mail the thing in to TD Ameritrade and then it appears in my money really? market. Yeah, it's weird. Even though I have the option to take a picture of it with my phone, I can do that with my bank. But I got to change banks. Santander is offering me $400 to move to their checking account. Oh, happy day. 400 bucks. I mean, there's so many Berkshire Hathaways. Which is the real one? Was it like Slim Shady? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Berkshire Hathaway Incorporated Group. Berkshire Homes Incorporated. No, that's uh what did that used to be? Oh, here's your number. Yeah, I was right on the money. Half yeah. a mil. 480. No, I think my dad at one point bought one in his retirement account, bought one share when it was like a quarter of a million dollars. Yeah. He bought one. Yeah. Because it doesn't ever drop. You know, that's the last five years. Yeah. Shit. When it dropped, I don't think I could. No, I couldn't even afford it at when it dropped. That sucks. No, you got to really be like at that point getting ready for retirement when you've got. Yeah. Yeah. At least half a mil, if not a mil in the bank waiting to retire. Yeah. <clears throat> that's when you can do it. What am I looking at right now? Goldman Sachs. I need to. I need to consolidate drop... my 401ks. How many do you have? Four or five, five. Oh, wow. I'm sure I'm paying management fees. Out Why do I have Teleflex in here? What the heck does Teleflex do? It sounds like a penny stock. And that's $320 a share. No, it's not a penny. Teleflex, and, and they're low for a while. Is that a medical? Oh, it's medical. Yeah, don't know what, but yeah, medical is good. Um, yeah, there's Johnson Controls again. I didn't. Starbucks is one I have a little bit of it, but that's another one. Did I even buy any progressive that's been up and down? Lowe's is another thing I wish I got in on there. You know, when the whole lumber thing went crazy, that was... Are they doing that well still? Uh, that's Lowe's. No shit. Good for them. Yeah. I'm a Lowe's fan. I used to be. I bet you... Does, Lowe, a... does Lowe's pay a dividend? That's the thing. That If I have a rule, I want to be paid the weight, and the answer is they do. Dividend per share, 80 cents a share. And uh, uh, their uh, yield is 1.42%. There was a long period of time when I would be in a Lowe's at least once a week, if not sometimes two or three times a week when I bought this house. Uh, I probably spent $200 a week at Lowe's, uh, at least, uh -huh. two to 300 because I was just like in it on this house. And uh -huh. I just kept buying things like materials and then you buy yeah receptacles and you buy primer and then yeah I'm, I'm all about you for those led inserts now if they just clip into my original ones in there because those motors of those uh fluorescent ones in there are just going mm -hmm. yeah do i need to put whole new things in there or no we can just wire it in hell yeah it's easy no it's simple to put them in i mean that like you saw my garage now how it's, light yeah it's like sunglasses for right yeah. now that's awesome yeah so um, what do we got? Workforce 520 this is a familiar face. I have returned from a long poo. That's great. You ever take a poo so big you feel smarter? <laughs> Victor Martinez says, when I bought my first truck at age 20, I had a 2001 Dodge Ram 1500. I played the theme of cruising the world. It didn't have long before I got my 2016 Ram 1500. Cruising... I like the Ram. I had a Ram as a rental. It was a good truck. 
no, the the long poo. Do you know what it reminds me of? Mm. <laughs> so, so this morning, mm-hmm. this afternoon, I met I met you and Nick. Yeah, at the club. Yeah. So, um, we were in my new truck, my my twenty two Tundra, mm-hmm. and Brian's in the back seat. Yeah, and I could hear him, and I knew he just ripped ass. Like, I farted in your truck. Yeah, you, you definitely did. Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't offended. Like yeah, farts are fine, but the part that was funny is I'm like, oh, so I jumped out, <laughs> and right at that point, Nick is Nick is like right by the driver's door, and he's like, oh, does it have that new car smell? <laughs> and he leans in, and he goes, and then he's like, hmm, <laughs> he just like, pops right back out. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I, I must have been you. full of coffee and like squat. that time of day, too. It was like noon, 1230. Yeah, I get so hangry when I do film shoots. It's like I can't eat enough this morning. Because this morning I had a bowl of oatmeal with raisins. I had leftover chicken and vegetables. Mm-hmm. And then I mixed a big protein shake. And I'm like, this will keep me going for a few hours. And then I poured my to-go cup of coffee. And I'm like, I'm good. And by the end of the day, I'm like, so hungry. Yeah, I know. Like Hmm. we started our day at noon. Not even that. Yeah. Noon. I took my last 1230. And then by four o'clock, I'm like, I'm hangry. Your tacos. My tacos. Your favorite restaurant. Oh, no, we didn't go out afterwards. No, no. No, we kept kept working through it. Hmm. Um, Makaton John doesn't have a question, but. 420 bro thanks i think we're gonna wrap this up my my throat's getting kind of beat up from talking all right so that's that's the end of the super chat oh wait one more workhorse 520 click back over that was a new one oh yeah there we go workforce 520 hello remember my eye on you wrote in the Ion Redline? Is that what it was? I sold it and bought a 2013 Chevy Volt. Cool. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, we've never did a proper review on the Ion. We did like a point of view drive. That was it. I don't see them much anymore. No. Saturns in general. Yeah. Occasionally you see that Blazer variant of that one SUV. But even then it sticks out and it's yeah. kind of weird. What was the other one they did? It was it was the same thing. It's like a GMC Acadia. Like Fuck, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Saturn. Uh, Shit, yeah, no, no idea. Yeah, Shit heap of some sort. Yeah, but the funny part to me with with some of those was right. So that was GM trying to battle Toyota and Honda. Yeah, and then they had plastic door panels. Yeah, right. So they wouldn't rust. Yeah, and they would like absorb dents. But that didn't help them with the fact that there's still Civics and Corollas from that area, that era, like rolling around. And meanwhile, the Saturn just didn't hold up. No. Now it was built to. Uh... Now it was built to a budget. Although the Geo Prism from that era surprisingly made it. Oh wait, it's a Corolla. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And on that note, uh, we're gonna call it a night. So, oh, and says uh, some greetings from Makatan John. Or something that said greeting. Was that the Philippines guy? I returned from a long poo. Clarification. 
Yeah, that's it. Saturn View, they said. That was the SUV. Yeah. So says regular chat. That was a smaller one because there was a Saturn View that had a Honda engine in it. Whoa. It had a, it had a Honda V6. Huh. Yeah, it's late. Good night. Um, thanks for watching. So thank you to everybody who donates to Super Chat. Uh, your money will be spent very wisely. Honestly, this year it'll probably be spent paying Uncle Sam. Um, that's a bad thing to say. Then no one will ask questions. Um, your money will be spent on uh, you travel again. Yeah, probably be spent on uh, appearing on the Smoking Tire podcast. Uh, thank you to everybody who donates to Patreon. You are helping RCR exist as a larger channel than it really is. Thank you to everybody who buys merch for our car giveaways uh, on Monday. There will be probably my favorite giveaway so far. It's a car that honestly I could see myself owning and I kind of don't want to give it away Give it away because I like it so much. It makes more power and better gas mileage than my 4Runner. Uh, yep. Thank you to everybody uh, who watches every Monday. You're helping us have a job. Thank you to Ben McElwee for joining for joining us tonight, hanging out, drinking beer. Thank you for the beer. <laughs> and uh, thank you to all of you who have watched. So good night. Good night. Cool. Where is Farah?